and welcome to another episode of Portal Side Chat. Episode 10, we're back! Yay! Oh my gosh, it's been so long. I'm so excited to actually be back doing another podcast. We've missed you guys. Seriously, we have. And we talk, we've been talking about it so much over the past probably a few months now, about how much we've been slackers and how much we miss doing one. Um, but, you know, life. It's Things have been busy. Lots of, A lot of things have been... Uh changing and moving forward but now we're finally got our we got our s back together (laughs) (laughs) we're back on the portal side chat ball here we are so it's good to be here so uh just a little housekeeping a little reminder um to tune in to behind the scanner we've actually been um guest hosting um on behind the scanner recently and and we're now official hosts which is awesome so you can find us there too yeah, and uh, so there's a, a new episode tonight, and it's every Thursday, actually, 6 uh, Pacific time and 9 Eastern time. It's just a really fun time to hear stories uh, from agents. Yeah, and it's a totally different format than um, Portal Side Chat, so you guys will enjoy it. Uh, we do because it is very different. Uh, we do, it's a video live hangout for one, so it's recorded live, um, there's no editing involved and um, the format is we interview usually a resistance agent and an enlightened agent and uh, we hear their story so it's actually pretty fun Um, like I said it's very different than portal side chat where we just kind of sit here and talk to each other in an empty room (laughs) (laughs) but so tune in like Shannon said it is 6 p.m pacific or 9 p.m eastern yeah it's a good time um and then also a lot has happened since we've done uh a portal side a chat. A lot has happened. Um, there was some new badges. There was an upgrade to the to the scanner interface. Well, I'm not sure I'd call it an upgrade. I think the the redesign, the flack they've been getting on on G plus is probably questionable, isn't it? Whether or not it was an upgrade, but um, the repositioning of the buttons and everything, yeah, definitely an update. <laughs> but the repositioning of the buttons and people, I mean, people actually had some really good ideas, which is really cool. Um, that the community started kind of pumping in all these ideas on how the configure the buttons could be configured, um, the features that should go into the actions paid screen. It was pretty cool to see actually from that aspect of it. So hopefully um, Niantic will take some of those tips or even um, thoughts and ideas into consideration for the next go around because they were actually some that were I would love to see incorporated into the UI. And I think one other uh, exciting, interesting change was the the rapid recharge. Yes. Yes, by far my favorite. That one, I'm a habitual recharger. <laughs> I try to empty my tank every chance I get. So being able to like swap, you know, slide through a few uh, portal keys and just hold down recharge is awesome. Yeah, it is. It is very convenient, especially if you're the kind of person who doesn't want to keep pushing the same <laughs> button. Then those of us who don't mind pushing buttons, yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Poor Frank. So um, another thing that, that we've been talking about and just sort of putting some thought into, I guess, and probably not too differently from a lot of the folks in our audience, um, we went to see the movie Chappie. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. we've been thinking about AI. And, you know, of course, being an Ingress player, it sort of forces you into thinking about AI and the pros and cons of it. Um, in, maybe in a slightly different way. And, and it comes up in a lot of ingress conversation, a lot of discussion, a lot of pros and cons for your faction. 
right? Like it really does come up quite a bit in the storyline and just in the consciousness of Ingress. So, and we know that it just in our conversations on Portal Side Chat and outside of of the podcast, um, you know that that has sometimes a, a large influence or maybe the the whole influence of of why a player chose one side or the other. Yeah, and that's. Um, you know that's a, that's a pretty big decision, and it's a pretty important topic, obviously, um, in the game. And so, you know, we're not here to to provide movie reviews or entertainment <laughs> news <laughs> or anything. Um, so, you know, we're I guess when we we're while we were watching the movie, it was there are a few interesting things um, besides Hugh Jackman's mullet. Um, that, <laughs> that yeah, that, that alone warrants it's, wor- it's, it's worth podcast. the price of admission. The fact I've never seen Hugh Jackman in that role, and the fact that he had a mullet and was somewhat of a of a close minded a hole, kind of a turd, <laughs> was was actually kind of kind of a. I was like, wait, no, no, you can't be that guy. You're Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, he's he's a. I'm I'm a big Hugh Jackman fan, so. But anyways, back on track. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting about this movie, or the reason that Shannon and I started having this discussion, was because we started to kind of realize how AI, um, not just as a storyline in movies, but in has kind of played a role or is becoming this kind of ever-present conversation um, in entertainment, in life, um, as we kind of, you know question our reliance on devices and what they're capable of doing for us and how much we want to automate that capability which requires ai to do so um it just became this conversation and we started digging into you know both recent films and books and things that we've read and and seen and it is really been around for a very long time we're just at this moment in kind of you know in history or you know the present and history where it's starting to become it's for the first time it's on the horizon. Like you can see it's coming. It is actually on the horizon. It's not a sci-fi novel from, from the twenties where someday some future generation is going to have this technology. Yeah. It's not, you're not, it's not a, a fantasy. Um, and I think it's also, you know, when you hear on the news, you know, the evening news, you've got pundits, um, weighing in on this and you, you've got people from, the computer industry talking Even about it. You've got people who are Stephen Hawking waiting. Right. In well, like a Steve month ago. Wozniak uh, just said just a couple of days ago. Um, they were talking about it on the news yeah. about um, you know the the dangers and and the the pitfalls you know that, that we need to be aware of. And sure. So anyway, I think it's it's something that's really interesting, and and we've decided that maybe we should do a little more exploration into that as and well. You, and we can insert the mandatory Skynet joke somewhere in here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Skynet is monitoring everything that we're saying. So, uh, you know, be careful with your comments too on Portal Side Chat because Skynet is uh, watching. <laughs> they know where you are. Um, but, you know, it also made me think about um, I, I am a little bit of a book nerd sometimes. Um, and it reminded me of a book that I read quite a few years ago that I actually have been inspired to pick it back up and read it again. And it's called Ralph 124C41 Plus by Hugo Gernsback. And so um, I'm it's actually... It's a heck of a title, by the way. It's great. Well, and the, the cool thing, so the plus at the end is uh, it notes status. And so the only the top scientists in the, you know, the top 10, I think, scientists in the world get this title. So wow. it's um, it's a really cool book. And I, um, I'm really excited to talk about it. So I, I'm going to talk about that. I think probably in our next podcast. So if anybody's interested or if you've read that book and you have some thoughts, um, 
Maybe we'll just start a little book club. I was going to say, are you proposing a <laughs> chat book club? This is happening. This is a it, thing. it might happen. I don't know. Okay. Um, but the, like thing that, the thing that's so fascinating about this book is um, not just when it was written, um, but just the the thoughtfulness of, of the author. So I think there's some really cool stuff that we can talk about there. Um, you know, and then looking into, obviously, TV and movies are, are a, a, a wealth of... Yeah of fodder there yeah, to, I mean, to talk about. So um, yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll continue down this, this vein a little bit, but we don't want to, we don't want to stall out too much on this topic because we do have um, a really interesting interview we do. Um, on tap for today. We've got an interview show. that kind of came in last minute. Ethan, uh, who works for Niantic uh, is actually not very far from us and kind of, kind of sort of in town and agreed to do a really quick interview with us. And for those of you that don't, that don't know, um, Ethan is in charge or drives uh, November Lima. Yeah, literally drives. No, it. literally, he's yeah. not driving the project. He's driving the van. He's November Lima, van and, he's, <laughs> and he does a lot of the cross faction events. So we're sure a large segment of you are going to know who he is, uh, which is fantastic. Um, but also, he's also I think our first Ni- Niantic employee guest, mm-hmm. um, and of course, perfectly fitting on for Portal Side Chat that he'd be the guy that is responsible for the cross-faction kind of community building um, fun that goes along with that, So, which is what we're all about. So that works out really well, and he'll be coming up in just a few minutes. Yeah, and uh, he's in town because of the, the cross-faction meetups, as Frank mentioned, and, of course, the anomaly um, that's happening in Pasadena this weekend, which we know a lot of folks are traveling from near and far yes. um, to attend. And it sounds like it's going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, in the U.S. Yeah, ever. we've heard um, of people coming from across the country, from out of the country, uh, to come to Pasadena. And I don't blame them. Pasadena is a really cool city. Um, you guys are going to have a lot of fun there. And um, the weather is going to be completely cooperating in true California fashion. Maybe a so, little too much cooperation. Yeah, maybe. So we're, they're talking about record heat. So. It's supposed to be in the 90s, which is still pretty high um, for March. So um, even even by California standards. So definitely bring the essentials, lots of water, you know, um, pack a lot of snacks, bring sunscreen. Um, plan on bringing extra sunscreen because somebody will forget. So... You know, bring hats and all that kind of stuff to protect yourselves from the sun. Um, it will get it will get hot. Yeah, and uh, comfortable walking shoes and all that. Yeah, um, yeah, and of course your spare battery because you know what, what, what it wouldn't be ingress without carrying around a spare battery with a cable hanging out of your pocket <laughs> or your backpack, right? <laughs> it's the cool look. All the kids, all the cool kids are doing it. Totally, I do it. Yeah. So you know, without any further ado, let's go ahead and go right into it, Ethan. Welcome to Portal Side Chat. It's great to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, my name's Ethan LaPoltra. Uh, I travel with the November Lima van across the country doing cross-faction events for Niantic. I'm also an Ingress agent. I'm a resistance player. My agent name is Betty Rumblepamp. Yay! <laughs> we happen to be resistance as well, so that makes, uh, us, right on. That makes us very happy. <laughs> um, so November Lima, how'd that get started? You know, that's actually a pretty interesting question. Um, so November Lima was originally the brainchild of my boss, Bill. And it was kind of just something that we knew we wanted to 
to do something where we could get out to the communities and connect uh, with individual agents via these cross-faction events a little more than what we've been able to do in the past. Uh, it was a little bit of a tedious process, uh, flying people like Joe out to a city, having them get a rental car, having them do the meetup, and then having them fly back home, uh, and then rinse and repeat. And so they wanted to figure out a way that we could do more cross-faction events uh, quicker over the course of a year or so. And so uh, that's where the original idea for November Lima started to uh, started to evolve. And so November Lima saw its debut uh, really when the Elite V contest happened right before LA Recursion. And the, the Elite V were the original uh, five Ingress players to uh, do a tour of the San Francisco office and then take November Lima down to LA for LA Recursion where they had a big with the big anomaly down there and then kind of the elite V events that followed up with that. And so that's where November Lima got started. Uh, and since then it's, it's evolved considerably in its role in for Niantic and for the ingress community as a whole. So it's really just been about a year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's just about been a year exactly now. Uh, I came on a little later. I came on, uh, towards the end of April. So November Lima had existed for a little bit before I started working. Uh, and it, yeah, yeah. And it was up in Flagstaff. And then I caught November Lima down in Phoenix uh, just a couple of weeks prior to the Santa Fe anomaly. And I think that was in Teridus when I started with November Lima. And very cool. And it's built up quite the following too. It's kind of become like the slug bug of, of the ingress world, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm proud. I'm a little bit proud of that. Uh, it was something that I had not put any thought into. And well, I really had put any thought into any of this stuff when I got hired. Uh, working for Niantic was something that wasn't even on my radar uh, until one day I was working for them. It's <laughs> it just kind of happened. Like, Here you yeah, are. <laughs> it, it really did just kind of happen. It's uh, it's a fascinating story, but um, and so I've been probably just surprised as surprised as the rest of my office how popular November Lima has become. Uh, I think we're sitting somewhere right around just under seven thousand followers with like six and a half million views or something like that, which is yeah. impressive. Amazing. Which is impressive for an inanimate object, you know? Right. Oh, absolutely, the truck, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Not a, not I don't even guy if it was actually if it was actually right. a person, but I've been I've been playing for two years and I don't even come close to having that many followers yeah, right? on my page. <laughs> I don't even think that we do actually, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be totally honest and full disclosure. I have my token November Lima picture of myself sitting in front of that thing. I I think I think we all do, and right? that, that's that's awesome. I see. Uh, so many people, I see their G plus profiles and their G plus profile picture is uh, a picture of them standing in front of November Lima. So that, I love to see that kind of stuff. It shows us that we're doing something that people really want to see happen. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so we all know that the van looks awesome from the outside. Can you tell us right. a little bit about what's on the inside and, and what comes from the van? Yeah, what, what kind of interesting about, XM gadgets do you guys yeah, have in there? Some of the, some give us some of the stuff. spec on that. Well, I, I don't really want to disappoint you guys too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's really nothing in there that's too crazy. I mean, we have access to uh, Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So 
uh, when we're doing work on the road, it's a little easier for us. Um, and the way, and I can't really, I can't really uh, divulge some of the stuff that's in the van, but I'll tell you for the most part, uh, it's a pretty standard, awesome van. Uh, it's got the most amazing leather seats in there, all hardwood floors, <laughs> nice. uh, uh, a full kitchen and a full bathroom and a couple of TVs. I mean, I couldn't imagine oh traveling. Gosh. Couldn't imagine traveling in something nicer, you know. You got a hotel room on wheels. Basically. Yeah, it sounds like Robin Leach would be jealous. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a gorgeous vehicle on the inside. Uh, luckily, though, you've got to be really, really, really good friends with the person you're traveling with to want to sleep in the in the van with another person. It's a it's a pretty tight fit in there, and so we end up staying in hotels for the most part. So nobody actually stays in the van or anything like that. I'm surprised for how cool it looks inside that nobody's posted pictures of the interior. Well, that's something that I guard, uh, uh, pretty, pretty religiously. I, there's some people out there that, you know, you catch me on the right day and I'm like, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Let's have a look in here. Uh, but, but for the most part, I try to keep the interior of the van, um, pretty well guarded. And so most, there's some people that have been in there, but 95% of the community will not see the inside of the van or have not seen the inside of the van. Wow. I think most people are just stoked to see the outside and, and to know, uh, you know, to, to meet you, to, to, right. I, to meet the van, member Lima, you know? Yeah. I think the van is more of a catalyst, uh, mm -hmm. to get people out and together, uh, and, you know, it is a it is an attraction to itself, but it serves a bigger purpose of just giving people a reason to come out to a cross faction event and hang out with each other. Uh, I find that when November Lima shows up to a cross faction event, you know, it's probably uh, the main focal point for the first 15 minutes or so, because it's such a it's such an oddity to see yeah. coming up. Uh, and then, you know, at these cross faction events, people get settled in, they start talking to each other and then. We'll make November Lima a portal. And then so suddenly you have, you know, anywhere from 30 to 100 people battling over the November Lima van. And then, then they forget that it's an actual thing sitting right there, <laughs> <laughs> which is just fine. Like, the, I think the, for these for cross-faction events, the focal point should be the people and maybe November Lima yeah. maybe comes in second or third there. You know, so that really, works out just okay by me. And I never really thought about it that way, but November Lima is actually a really good icebreaker, right? I mean, actually, it very much so is. It very much so is. I mean, when that thing rolls up, everyone gathers around, so it gets everyone close. They start talking about right. this common vehicle, and all of a sudden, they they forget about it 15 minutes later, and they're talking to each other. Right, and that's the ideal situation uh, when we get to a cross-faction event. And do you find yourself as um, acting as a recruiter as you're um, rolling around the van? Are you know, people look at you with kind of a sideways <laughs> look, like, what in the world that's is going on question. over you there? That's a great question. You must get some crazy um, stares. What's our XM? What is that bumper sticker about? Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, every, yeah. Everywhere we go. Uh, everywhere we go, we'll get people that want to know what that is. Uh, I mean, you know, pe people will, on the highway, people will be driving down, and you can just see them staring at us. Sometimes people <laughs> know what it is, and they'll hold out their scanner. That's awesome. drive. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, uh, we were driving from Reno to San Francisco and we had just left Reno and we were driving and nobody was really paying attention, just going. And it, a cop, a, a cop pulls us over and, uh, I'm on the phone with my boss and I'm like, Hey, Hey Bill, I gotta let you go. The sheriff pulled us over. I'm not sure what he wants. And so, my boss doesn't stop talking and the sheriff's coming up and the boss, <laughs> my, my boss is still on the phone talking and, 
and here's the sheriff standing at my window. And I had to turn over to the sheriff and I just like put my finger up and I'm like, just one second. And he, he looks at me and he goes, oh, no, 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 don't worry. And he just holds up his phone and shows me his scanner. No way. <laughs> That's awesome. And so the, the sheriff had stopped us just to tell us that he plays Ingress, <laughs> which is so a great awesome. thing. It gets a little better. Uh, so we're sitting there talking to him. And uh, we're kind of running behind schedule. So I'm kind of like, ah, okay, we got we to gotta keep going. And he gets a call on his radio and he's standing there. And it's kind of muffled and I don't really hear what they're saying. And he gets off his radio and I'm like, oh, did you get called off? And he's like, uh, well, actually, there's a dead body a couple of miles down the street. And he stops for a second and he looks at us and he's like, well, they're not getting any deader. And so he just continues talking about ingress. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I'm no. like what? <laughs> I, I was like, maybe I was like at that point in time, I was like, well, maybe we better get going and you should go handle this situation. Uh, so that's so I get that kind of stuff all the time. Uh We'll be, we'll go to a grocery store or something and be, especially down South, people think we're part of the government. Oh and yeah. They'll come up to us and they'll be like, what's an XCM detection vehicle? And I'll be like, well, we're part of this video game and blah, blah, blah. I'll spend 15 minutes with these guys. Uh, and then at the end, they're looking at us and they're like, well, okay, but I still think you're part of the government. Yeah, I still don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Good cover so, yeah. story, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I look at him and I'm like, do I look like I'm part of the government? I have tattoos. I'm wearing this ratty t-shirt. Yeah, you should have, part of it. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you should have some uh, some speakers and play the uh, X-Files theme song as you roll away. I know. I was, uh, I was in Kansas City and I was walking away from the van and these two girls see the van. And one of them was like, oh, I think that's the DUI checkpoint van. And then... <laughs> Yeah, the girl goes, no, isn't that the Girls Gone Wild van? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I wish. Um, no, so you get that kind of stuff just about everywhere you go. They, they cross the whole spectrum there. Seriously, could not be more DUI, opposite. DUI checkpoint van to Girls Gone Wild van, go figure. Well, I guess um, they both involve alcohol. We know where their priorities are. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, you know, I've been doing this for a year, so. I noticed that a little less than what I used to. I forget sometimes that we're driving around in a spectacle of a van. So you guys even go to Canada or is it all US? Uh, no, we did a little bit of a tour in Canada uh, leading up to the Montreal Initiative. And the Montreal Initiative was, I want to say that was right after Interitus and kind of leading into Helios. Uh, the Montreal New Agent Initiative was originally intended uh, to be the kickoff for the Apple release right. of Ingress. I do remember we that. Ran, we ran into a few issues with Apple, um, and we weren't able to get the, the Ingress Apple version out for the new agent initiative, so it actually kind of turned into a regular, regular old agent initiative <laughs> uh, with no new players. But um, we did end up... Can't remember where we went. We were in Quebec City, uh, then we went over to Montreal. But we had another stop in there that I can't remember right off the top of my head. So yeah, we've done a little bit of Canada, but mostly we work in the lower forty-eight states. As you've been traveling around, um, you know, I know we just we're starting to get into that spring wild weather. Um, you know, especially through the Midwest. Have, have you had any run-ins with weather where you know you've had to either change your course due to snowpack or? Um, you know, interstates closed because of flooding or tornadoes, or do you have any weather related stories? You know, 
it's not not been anything major. You know, we went through when I was first doing this. We went through the Panhandle of Texas and through Kansas uh, and through Arkansas, and it was tornado season. And so we were very we had to be very aware um, of what we were doing out there. We had to pay attention to the weather a little bit. But I uh, we had just missed a tornado in Arkansas. So we were driving down the highway, and I wasn't really sure what had happened. I saw all these people out here working, like, on the side of the highway. And there was, like, it was like the craziest path had been ripped through this forest across the highway and continued along the other side of the highway where there was – it looked like somebody had just clear-cut, like, a 20 – or like a 50 foot wide path wow. across the highway. So we saw like what that can do, which was pretty fascinating. I've never really had seen, well, I've never seen a tornado live and I've never seen the devastation of what a tornado can do. So that was really interesting to see. We, uh, other than that, you know, we've dealt with a little bit of snow. We were in Santa Fe and got bombarded with about a foot of snow, uh, literally during our Santa Fe meetup and throughout the night. And the next morning, we had to go up into Colorado. Uh, we had a uh, cross-faction meetup in Colorado Springs. And it's already a pretty far drive to get to Colorado Springs from Santa Fe. Yeah. Then they had the highways closed overnight. And then we decided that we were going to get there no matter what. And so we started going. And it probably took us eight, eight and a half hours for what should be a four and a half hour to five hour drive. Wow. So, so there's been a couple of threats where we would might end up missing a a meetup due to weather. Uh, Tulsa to, to Oklahoma City was a minor concern when they got a bunch of ice and snow the night before we left. But we haven't actually missed a meetup ever due to weather, snow, or any other unforeseen circumstance. So we're batting a thousand on that. Nice. That's good. I, I would imagine that the van is, is probably not made for uh, snowy, icy roads. No. <laughs> so no. you do need uh, to be careful. I lovingly refer to it as a giant land yacht, and so <laughs> this thing this thing was not built for any kind of inclement weather or even high winds for that sure. matter. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I consider I consider making it to these events kind of a personal thing. I've not missed an event yet, so yeah, just about anything we could do to not miss one is probably what we will do. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure the community appreciates it. Everybody wants to see absolutely. the van, right? So you guys- right. You guys making it out is huge. Colorado Springs, it was uh, I, it was especially important. There must have been like 80 or 90 people there waiting wow. for us. We were oh, that's cool. 20 minutes late or so. Uh, but I'd rather be 20 minutes late than like have 80 or 90 people show up to an event and for no real reason. Yeah. So So where are you now? What's next? Uh, where am I? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm in it's San Bernardino. <laughs> Well, and so I'm taking a crash course in LA suburbs right now. Uh, I live up in Portland, Oregon, okay. so I'm not really I'm not really a Southern or a SoCal kind of guy. So we're in San Bernardino uh, at the very, at this very moment, but we've got to be in Anaheim uh, fairly soon. We have a meetup this evening. We're starting to get ready for the Pasadena anomaly on Saturday, um, and so we'll be in Anaheim tonight for a cross faction event that I'm actually kind of looking forward to. Uh, one of the players uh, has a brother who owns an arcade down in Anaheim. And so normally the arcade would be closed today, but they've decided to open it up for a private party. That's fantastic. And, uh, we, have, uh, we have our own personal space, our own arcade. Uh, people are free to bring their own beer and food. Um, 
and I'm really looking for, they have the original Tron arcade wow. games. So I'm really looking forward to checking that out. Cool. Uh, and I, but it'll have a pretty good time there. And we'll share that information on the podcast post um, on the okay. website. So we'll make sure that we, that if anyone is interested in going or is in the Anaheim area or greater Los Angeles area, um, what time will that be, Ethan? Uh, we will be doing that from 7 to 9 p.m. tonight. Okay. And we'll have, a couple, we'll have a couple of giveaways for some endgame novels. Um, of course, there's the, there's the normal swag of passcodes and some other stuff. And then we'll also be doing a uh, raffle for portal fast tracking where an enlightened player and a resistance player will have up to 100 of their portals looked at in, you know, about a week or two, give or take a couple of days. But, you know, a better, better time frame than the normal portal approval. Awesome. Time, so. Well, we'll make sure and yeah. post all that information for everyone so they can kind of find yeah. their way there. We'll put the address, obviously, and all the important get-to yeah, information. Yeah, that's great. That's great. The Pasadena Anomaly is next. Um, I'm wondering, do you have any tips for first-time Anomaly attendees? Yeah. Um, you know, you've been to a number of large events, including Anomalies, but um, what, what tips or Some advice insider do you have? information, right? Yeah, what, what advice do you have for newbies? Well, uh, I think that, you know, there's a couple of standard things. It's make, make sure you come with a fully charged phone. Have an alternative uh, power supply that you can use to charge your phone while you're on the go. So you're not relying on wall sockets or anything like that because they're few and far between. Uh, most people are familiar with external batteries. And so I really recommend that if you're going to attend an anomaly, have something like that. You don't necessarily need to spend a lot of money. You can even go to, you know, uh, any kind of store that sells electronics, uh, and you could buy like a ten dollar external battery if you want, uh, and that's more than enough to get you through a day's worth of play. Uh, also, you know, uh, be smart out there. It's going to be hot. I think it's going to be ninety two today, and it looks like it's going to be around the similar similar temperature the next couple of days. Food and water are smart. It's not always easy to stop during an anomaly to go find that. I know that uh, it's a pretty hectic pace out there, so make sure you bring that kind of stuff so that you can stay hydrated. And, you know, like it is going to be sunny, so sunscreen and stuff like that are all essentials. I also recommend, you know, like bringing a flask or a bottle a bottle of whiskey or something like that to kind of... <laughs> To kind of just get you through the day. Take um, the edge off. If you're 21 or over, right? <laughs> exactly. Right, right. Yeah, well, I, yeah, uh, underage people don't bring a bottle of whiskey. Um, but, you know, you're my best friend. When I find out that you have a bottle of whiskey, I like to drink too. And so anomalies, as much as they are work for me, they're also, uh, you know, I'm also out there to have fun. That's kind of what I get paid for. That's awesome. It's to, <laughs> to have fun, like hang out and, you know, just party a little bit you yeah. know that's not that's not everything but that's the part that i choose to focus on right right we'll call that part community building right right <laughs> relationship management exactly <laughs> yeah uh, other than that you know um i really can't think of anything critical that you would make need to make sure that you are prepared for at an anomaly i mean you always want to make sure that you come with a full a full stock of gear um but other than that, you know, that's really where it, where it's all at. Yeah, the only thing I can add to that is um, to bring a good pair of walking shoes. And maybe if you have room in your backpack, um, a pair of flip-flops or sandals to change out of after the day. Um, yeah, we do do an after party at the end of the event. Right. Um, and then I know a lot of people like to go right. and do an after 
your party. So and the walking sure you're co- are critical. I mean, God, you do a lot of walking in anomaly. <laughs> right. Right. So and so tell us about the after party. Do you guys have a location set up already? Yes. We um we are doing it at the convention center oh, next cool. to the shared uh in downtown Pasadena. Uh I just saw where the start point was, but I can't remember right off the top of my head where that was. And so the start point is at one. We recommend people get there early. We're going to do a bunch of announcements. We'll have swag and stuff to pass out in the beginning. And then we like to do uh, a big group photo with all the anomaly attendees, which, by the way, we expect Pasadena to probably be the largest U.S. uh, held anomaly that we've done so far. So this is going to be really one for the ages. We have a lot of surprises in store for you guys. Uh, and especially at the after party. Wow. I can't I can't tell you too much about what we're going to be doing at the after party as that is a surprise. Sure. But you know, generally at the after party, we have some raffles. I can tell you about the raffles. Like we usually will do a zip car raffle and a hint water raffle. And don't quote me on this, but last time it was a, a zip car for life and hint water for life raffle. Oh my gosh. And so I don't exactly know what that means per se, what hit water for life entails, maybe like a case a month or something like that. Uh, but those are actually pretty good. And then, you know, like in Austin, we had Zello uh, represented and they had gift bags that they were passing out. And so there's going to, I don't know that they'll be there this time, but there's going to be some similar stuff going on. Um, and we usually have drinks for everybody when they get there. Sometimes we have food, sometimes we don't. Don't count on us having food, so make sure that you take care of that kind of stuff on your own, just in case. The after party is usually, it's personally my favorite part of the anomaly. It's when it's when all fifteen hundred or twelve to fifteen hundred people will come together. The game is over. There's no nobody's got a dog in a fight anymore. Everybody just wants to hang out, talk, have a few drinks, uh, and just really engage in the social aspect of what ingress is. Yeah, and I think um, you know. The, the start site, I can't remember exactly where it is either, but I know it's really close to Old Town Pasadena, Pasadena, and there's so much to do and see there that, you know, even after the anomaly and after the meetup, you know, there's tons of places to go have dinner. And I know when we went to the San Diego anomaly, you know, we didn't want to leave right away, partially because of traffic, but also just, we were just exhausted. We just want right. to sit somewhere for a while. And, and well, yeah, and San Diego is a gorgeous city. It's oh, one of totally. my favorite cities. Totally. I love, I love going down to San Diego. But yeah, so we actually, I went to Pasadena the other day and stayed the night in Pasadena, just trying to get a, a feel for what Pasadena was all about. I guess there's a pretty vibrant nightlife in Pasadena, Definitely. so I would expect, I would expect Saturday night when people are done with the official after party I, I would expect there to be some after after party stuff going on uh and that also is just as fun as the rest of the event yeah absolutely well was there anything else you wanted to add um i know your time is limited um just if there's any parting thoughts that you have we'd love to hear them. yeah i would say for people that haven't attended a cross-faction event it's worth your time i know that you know uh, it can be hard for people to want to go to these events because they don't know anybody or they're you know, they're a little uncomfortable in crowds and stuff like that. But I think that once you go and you see what it's all about, you'll be pleasantly surprised. And so if you've ever had any hesitations whatsoever about 
coming out and seeing what it is that we do. Uh, you could put those to rest. The communities are so friendly. Uh, I've seen so many new people come to these events and not know a single soul. And at the end of the night, they're well connected with their community. They've got a, they're laughing and they've got a smile on their face and they go home happy. So I think that, you know, if you've ever been unsure that you will be surprised about what you see at these cross action events, pleasantly surprised that is. So come out and join us if you're in the, if you find yourself in a neighborhood of one of our cross faction events. That's great advice. Yeah. And, and I think that's, it's so true that you, you, you could really show up not knowing anybody and you, you leave with at least a handful of new friends. Yeah, this can't be said about many communities, but the Ingress community in general is probably one of the most open and nicest and supportive communities I have ever seen in my it's life. Actually, it's actually pretty astounding. So I, I come from being a platform player like Xbox yeah. and PlayStation, where you get online and you just get bombarded by jerks. Oh, it's pure uh, hate, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you... you this is the this is the only game I've ever I've ever experienced where you literally could be walking down the street playing Ingress and somebody can calm you and be like, Hey, come hang out with us, we're having a beer or come come join us, we're doing a farm. And people and like you could be a complete stranger and jump into this guy a guy or girl's car and go start playing Ingress and you feel perfectly safe doing it. And so I think that's remarkable in itself, uh, above and beyond everything else that's going on. Well, Ethan, thank you so much for your time. I know you're really busy and, you know, you've got a lot going on with the cross-faction event tonight and then the anomaly obviously happening in Pasadena this weekend on Saturday. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So thanks for carving out a good 30 minutes for us to have this chat. Oh, no problem at all. And we look forward to seeing you hopefully tonight. Ah, you guys are going to make it to Anaheim. Yeah, we're going to try and make it out there. We have some commitments kind of bump up against it, but we're going to get there hopefully at least before it's over. Oh, right on. Well, I mean, if not, I'll see you in Pasadena, I assume. Unfortunately not. <laughs> oh, no, really? My, my brother is getting married on Saturday. So oh, that is okay. totally done. I know I told him to, if he could change the wedding to Sunday. He was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not no. <laughs> no, that's probably more important. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, Ethan, thanks so much. You were Have great. My pleasure. All right, we'll talk soon. Oh, that was great information and fun interview with Ethan. Yeah, I'm really glad he got a chance to jump on with us. That was exciting. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to this episode of Portal Side Chat. It's great to be back and it's wonderful to have you here with us. Yeah, it's kind of like an old pair of shoes. Like as, as, as much as we haven't been doing this or as little as we've been doing Portal Side Chat, it really feels comfortable to be back and I'm really stoked to be doing this again. Thanks everyone for listening and don't forget, um, we always welcome your feedback and hearing from our fans. So, um, send us an email at allcom at portalsidechat.com. Don't forget to visit the website, uh, portalsidechat.com. And you can also find us on G+. And like I said, we're always happy to hear from you. On, the, on those locations, you can find um, forms for guest ideas or show commentary. And if not, just use an email. We're here. Yep. And thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, also tune in to Behind the Scanner. Yep. We'll see you then. Take care.